ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂ ಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾಭೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ನಮ ಶ್ರೀಶಂಕರಾನಂದಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಸವಿಲಾಸ ಮಹಾಮೋಹಗ್ರಾಹಗ್ರಾಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣೆ ಈಶ್ವರೇಣಿ ಜೀವೇನ ಸೃಷ್ಟನ್ ದ್ವೈತಂ ವಿವಿಚ್ಯತೆ ವಿವೇಕೆ ಸತಿ ಜೀವೇನ ಹೇಯೋ ಬಂಧಸ್ಫುಟಿ ಭವೇತ್ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಮಾಯಾಂತು ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ವಿದ್ಯಾತ್ ಮಾಯಿನಂತು ಮಹೇಶ್ವರಂ ಸಮಾಯಿ ಸೃಜತಿ ತ್ಯಾಹು ಶ್ವೇತಾಶ್ವತರಶಾಖಿನ ಒನ್ ಮೋಟಾಯ್ ಮಾಯಾಂತು ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ವಿದ್ಯಾತ್ ಮಾಯಿನಂತು ಮಹೇಶ್ವರಂ ಸಮಾಯಿ ಸೃಜತೆ ತ್ಯಾಹು ನಮಸ್ತೆ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಎವ್ರಿಬಡಿ ಇನ್ನೋ ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಸ್ ದ್ವೈತ ವಿವೇಕ ಲುಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಡ್ಯೂವ್ಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಫನ್ನಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಯೂಶಲಿ ವಿ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಲುಕ್ ಅಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಡ್ಯೂವ್ಯಾಲಿಟಿ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಮೋರ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಒನ್ನೆಸ್ ಬಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಜೀನಿಯಸ್ ಇಂಟರಾಪ್ಷನ್ to dvaita by just looking at the nature of dvaita at the nature of bondage in other words at the nature of ignorance and how ignorance operates on the level of the individual you know uh, jiva so that uh, and as it was explained in at the end of verse number 1 viveke sati such a discrimination will definitely lead to the jiva letting go of the bondage you know because when you know the root cause of why one is miserable then it is easier to let go of the bondage you know that is that is the whole you know idea a unique uh, approach in this chapter so the first uh, verse started with the word ishvara itself a prayer <laughs> big word i mean needs to be explained and as i said instead of me talking about it we will let the text itself unfold and then you know then the the next verse the first word is what maya great will be here you know <laughs> will be here forever explaining these two terms because these two terms constitute the bulk of vedanta if ishvara and maya are known nothing more to know exists it is just wonderful so uh, swami vidyaranya you know gives you know like i said this is this starts with a very big bang and talks you know in detail about how to you know how to uh, look at this duality and in so doing as i mentioned uh, you know there is a uh, there is a uh, critique of all those matas or points of view philosophical points of view that have come to the erroneous conclusion that this world is just you know a collection of random molecules for example just coming together you know in fission and fusion and creating everything in the universe from asteroids to galaxies to liver and kidneys in the individual body so this is something which is you know which is uh, held a lot because uh, like i mentioned yesterday the the specific uh, you know the, this jeeva's duality the jeeva's um, you know what is that subjectivity here you know is responsible for his or her in not only responsible for his or her individual misery is also responsible for the collective delusion of coming to wrong conclusions so, you know this is this is a very costly conclusion 
and especially if you have the pressure to convince other people then it becomes a very costly conclusion a wrong conclusion and what is the wrong conclusion there is no ishvara what ishvara do you see anything no do you see ishvara no have you seen ishvara no see even swami vidyaranya prayed to uh, what is that you know did his japa did gayatri goddess come no so therefore there is no ishvara because we only take the five pramanas into existence the pancha pramana means the you know the uh, uh, direct perception what i see is there what i hear exists what i uh, you know taste exists etc so the five sense organs are seen as a, a valid means of knowledge that constitutes the first pramana then we also lend credence to inference and if you are a logician or a vaisheshika you know which is the cousin of the logician nayayika logician vaisheshika the first cousin of or brother of the logician they will uh, you know accept they will put a lot of credence to the inference pramana inference means you know this is what you know everything is an inference in fact without inference we could not lead our lives without inference you could not parent you, you know you could not be a parent when you are a parent you know you have to infer because a child will will be in the beginning too small to express what it wants all it does is cry and the parents get wiser and wiser at making educated inferences well she just had her nappy change so it cannot be that she ha- she just you know had her milk so it cannot be that so what is the third possibility she has a stomach ache you know this is anumana this also you know without and then even as the child grows older so now imagine the teenage child you know the teenage child the parent is completely based on inference you know i know you were on your mobile even at night even though i've told you not to look at the screen how do you know you know <laughs> i just know you know that's what you must have done uh, because there are red uh, you know your eyes have red streaks and there are circles under your eyes and you are only 14 so there is no need for these circles to be there anyatha upapattau you know anyatha upapatti means what no other way this is possible and so therefore you must have stayed up late looking at the screen this is pure inference this is a sophisticated inference called arthapatti one more way of you know you know more than one step inference then you know so we have three means of knowledge at our hands and uh, you know in our grubby paws we have three means of knowledge with which to make inferences and with which to objectify the entire universe and then what else is there then a couple of others are there and uh, one of them is called uh, upama and not to be confused with what you have for breakfast that is upma this is upama upama means simile this is like you know the stuff with which uh, poetry is made you know where the you know for example you know this uh, you know the the what is that uh, kalidasa likens the uh, uh, likens the sky which is overcast with clouds to the collyrium kajal in the eyes of you know one of the uh, protagonists in in his in his play meghadoota so that is called simile or metaphor or some way you compare something known to something that is unknown or not yet seen you don't look at the two uh, uh, things together normally but in the eyes of a kavi you know many things are possible and so that's why because of this upama means of knowledge we have great poetry we have so many things and we come to know of many things due to this similarity and this is this is not just stuff of poetry even uh, scientifically people scientists used upama because in these circumstances this particular 
animal behaved in such a way so let us look at in this circumstances whether another animal will behave the same way so a rat was fed with with some ginkgo <laughs> ginkgo means memory enhancing you know some kind of a natural something you know herb and then it was put in a maze and then what happened it, and then they they put the stopwatch and watched it weave through the maze and then it came out in record time so if it works on a rat it must work on a little more complex animal then the next thing they did, they tried the same medicine on the rabbit to see if there is any similarity ha huh? so like this you know this uh, upama is used you know whether it's the, it is the stuff of poetry it is the stuff of science very invaluable means of knowledge and then finally we have the cognition of absence anupalabdhi and anupalabdhi we we use all the time i can't find my keys where are my keys they were here a minute ago where were they they were on the table so did you look properly yes is the table still there yes table is there do you see the table yes i see the table i see the table but what what is not there i i see that uh, see means within uh, quotes i see the absence i cognize the absence of my keys of my wallet of my glasses you know they're all there they were there just now they are not there <laughs> so you see these are the this is the stuff of daily living this is the stuff of uh, which sort of you know gives muscles to the ahankara each time the ahankara delves into these five uh, means of knowledge its biceps grow it is doing kasrat kasrat means exercise yeah have two three four like that that is what it's playing in the world of the pramanas yes it is doing kreeda because it is bolstering its existence because in relation to these five means of knowledge that we just discussed the ahankara is the master and the more it you know uh, it uh, what is that balances uh, in its arms the arthapati on the one you know on the one side and then what else you know anupalabdhi or anumana or anumana inference arthapati complex inference it's keeping all balancing and doing this weight lifting and then it has got biceps triceps everything it's just oiling them and showing off and then it does some push ups with the help of anupalabdhi and then uh, you know and then the other one what else did we leave out upama it does push ups and it has a washboard abs six pack abs <laughs> and then what and then it feels thrilled it says i am the monarch of all i survey this whole jagat i have surveyed with the help of you know mana this is a, a word that will come a lot in the fourth chapter and that's why i'm introducing this to you today itself mana here means is short for pramana mana means the measuring so i you know who is this jiva the jiva is the one going with the measuring tape and then a little pencil in the ear and a notebook so looks at everything writes down licks the pencil <laughs> writes down again and you know the jiva is the quintessential surveyor of the jagat and in so doing you know the subject object differences are cemented because the subject you know vicariously lives off of all the objects in order to be somebody ha huh? no really think about it if there was no objectification nobody would feel good about themselves in you know in the beginning you have to feel good about yourself and what do you do is no other business except to keep on classifying 
and this is how you you know gain some kind of a reputation whether it's professionally or whether it is personally or whether it is interpersonally also you gain uh, some kind of a reputation why oh this man this woman knows a lot <laughs> what knowledge is this because this this knowledge is you know carrying a little stubby pencil behind the ear and a small notebook and writing down all the facts you know writing down measuring writing down categorizing writing down naming because you are somebody now and you can name and you can name a star in the universe you can name a galaxy you can name a small little microscopic animal and then you know you can just sort of put your name on it because you discovered it i mean what discovery it was there before you yeah in fact it claims your intestines as its ancestral property <laughs> yeah you know immodium sends it on a vacation that's all it gets a little moksha but then there are many other uh, uh, you know what is that uh, children that come out and then take over the intestines so you think the body belongs to you all the bugs have a different opinion the bugs say this is our ancestral property we have been living in it for generations what you have discovered you know you have discovered something nothing it was already there in fact it was causing problems even you know in in utero even before you were born in utero in vitro however <laughs> however the person was conceived you you know it was there and so here this miserable you know fellow thinking that i am the i am the you know east or west i am the best because why because i have this unique relationship to everything that i see i have this mastery and this mastery is going to make me famous you know what kind of famous the ability to rattle off things that you can easily find on google इससे क्या होगा कुछ नहीं होगा नथिंग यू नो नेम ऑफ सम मूवी हु केयर्स एंड द नेम ऑफ समबडी फेमस एंड यू नो फॉर 5 मिनट्स यू हैव ए यू हैव ए स्टैंडिंग अमंगस्ट योर फ्रेंड्स एंड देन यूजुअली नोबडी हैज फ्रेंड्स you know they're all uh, what is that anonymous friends on social friends we should say on social media आजकल किसके पास है फ्रेंड्स हु हैज फ्रेंड नोबडी हैज फ्रेंड्स एंड सो दे आर ऑल अनोनिमस पीपल ऑन द सोशल मीडिया एंड यू हैव अ ट्विटर अकाउंट एंड देन यू इंप्रेस पीपल यू नो एट लार्ज बाय पोस्टिंग समथिंग दैट सपोजेडली गोस वायरल मीनिंग इट हैज बीन व्यूड अ मिलियन टाइम्स आहा फैंटास्टिक यू नो आई इवेंट वायरल बिकॉज़ यू हैव नाउ बिकम द ट्विटर अकाउंट i went viral for how long you know two days i went i was trending for a few hours trending means everybody was keeping on looking at that uh, uh, tweet and then adding to it and then retweeting it and then you know trending because the hashtag that you put there you know became famous and then what back to same old same old and so playing in the world of objects is a very addictive connection with the pramanas because of the pramanas because i have in my grubby paws as i said you know all these ways of knowing things and what is the use of having ways of knowing things when you know when i'm not operating them so now here is a very interesting situation i have ways of knowing things five ways of knowing things and then the world the jagat lies spread before me like an unending carpet and then i have to keep on knowing things because here this is wonderful you know this is this is just wonderful it's is like a pig you know and the pig and the, you know loves to have a mud bath and then here is a pig and then here is a mud bubble waiting as it were for the pig 
and then of course the pig is going to go and get a mud bath and a mud pack and roll in the mud because that's what they are the two are made for each other and so too the pancha pramanas you know jumping in the hands of this excited jiva and the whole jagat with all its alluring names and forms are made so to speak for one another <laughs> that is what the whole thing is and so too they delve in the world you know the jivas therefore you know delve in the world of objects and try to figure out their relationship to the objects try to figure out the relationship to themselves and try to figure out the relationship to the objects vis-a-vis their inner leanings or rather their inner yearning and what is this yearning this yearning is for something more this yearning is not satisfied by just naming things and calling out things and categorizing things and keeping a diary of things with the pencil all the time it's not satisfied and so this yearning is for not just naming things but becoming one with them so do you see these are this is a contradiction this is a very important contradiction to be understood <laughs> ah what is the contradiction let us look at it deeply the contradiction is on the one hand the penchant for being able to name things and to categorize and objectify things and then conveniently one has five different ways of naming things mind you the direct perception five sense organs are one and then we have two forms of inference and uh, naming the absence of things and then similarity so here we are equipped with the five ways of naming things categorizing things objectifying things and conveniently there are infinite number of things to objectify <laughs> so this is on the one hand and on the other hand the pining to be one with everything this is the contradiction why because the more you name things and the more you categorize things the more cemented is the difference between you and the things that you have named and categorized yeah logical correct yeah when you name it obviously there is a distance between you and the thing that you have just named so you you cannot say i am one you know i'm one with this you you are not because obviously the whole world of this jagat this universe is what anatma 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 not i not i not i and how do you know this is not i because as soon as you have named it has the categorization it may, you may name it something you may name it something complicated you know ice cream sunday or triple sunday whatever you want to name it you know sunday monday whatever you name it huh but then what happens you know there is immediately a distancing between the namer and the named huh that is what it is between the namer and the named there is distance and 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 the heart doesn't want there to be any distance this is the this is jivatvam this is the contradiction leading the <laughs> leading the what leading the kathopanishad uh, you know lord yama the teacher in the kathopanishad to lament paranchikhani vyatrinat swayam bhuhu parak pashyati nacha antaratman so lord yama says can the jiva be blamed at all for not you know being able to address this yearning by going within when there are so many things without where are the means of knowledge the primary means of knowledge placed they are all outward facing the eyes look out they don't look within the ears look out you know hear out yeah so they are all as it were outsourced <laughs> not the literal meaning figurative meaning of the word outsourced meaning they are all outward facing and they are all you know jagad abhimukha 
of just be facing all the time all these things that one can identify objectify name and then what and then facing inwardly this impossible yearning of become wanting to become one with everything that one has just named and identified what a travesty <laughs> and so is there a way for this impasse and naturally there must be a way of this impasse because this inner yearning is what to be one with everything is what is called moksha it's an uncultivated desire just like the desire for food for air for clothes whatever it is not uh, not, not uh, fancy clothes from designer uh, people but uh, just to cover the body because we don't have fur you know that kind of a desire to be protected from the elements these are all what uncultivated desires uncultivated they are not cultivated and if they are not cultivated then for every uncultivated desire in this jagat a you know a response is there a solution is there how do we know because when the baby comes out of the mother's womb you know it doesn't think oh i think you know i think i need milk i don't know i need food maybe i should pack a sandwich when i come out what will happen you know because they are going to cut the umbilical cord and then i'll be all you know hungry so better pack a sandwich or better you know bring a cow with me so that i can have a steady supply of milk it doesn't do that and neither does it, does the baby does the baby come out with the oxygen tank no it it, it see the desire the, the 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 nose is there the ability to take in oxygen is there it comes out of the mother's womb and let all it has to do is open its mouth then the doctor will do little bit of suction and make sure the passage is clear it just opens its mouth breath goes in it cries the breath goes in and comes out and there is oxygen there is food without gps if you have seen national geographic the young ones recently uh, i saw one uh, video there was in in some uh, place i forgot there was in some sanctuary a baby giraffe was born and that was so nice to see and so this baby giraffe was born and without consulting the gps it knew the way to the mother's milk this is how it is so you need food food is given uncultivated desire you need air air is given you know you need some kind of a warmth warmth is given because all mother all animals know how to mother when the time comes even the cat which we don't associate with a lot of compassionate mothering instinct you should see when it has kittens is very very gentle and very loving and so like this so this is so mothering is needed mothering is provided and then sometimes you have very interesting uh, you know uh, very interesting uh, things so you know this this uh, uh, what happened this uh, uh, tiger this endangered female tiger um, she lost her two cubs she gave birth to two cubs that were that immediately died uh, because some complications they just, they just died and she fell into a great depression in some sanctuary in uh, south africa animal sanctuary and tiger is endangered it's not eating and so they wanted to save the animal and so one of them had a good idea and from the nearby farm they got two piglets that were just born and covered them with tiger stripe uh, material they bought from the store you know you can get a printed uh, what is that furry 
velour or something uh, velvety kind of you know with with a little uh, what is that with a little plush uh, stripes and then soft material and they stitched a little jacket jacket for the two piglets and presented the cubs to the mother and then what she usually what should she should she have done she should have had one of them for breakfast and one of them for lunch no she gave them milk and then she raised them uh, she didn't know the difference because she was wanting to mother something so the mothering instinct is given mothering is given and you know and the two piglets you know they had lost their mother and so it was a perfect match you know and so like this you know nature does all these things and so too for the desire to be free from what from the longing of being separated from everyone and everything and from the longing to be united with everything and with a source if there is one of everything for that too there is a solution the resolution is already given where is it given how is it given it is given in this knowledge and what is this knowledge this knowledge you know is the one that is going to take us out of the impasse of the impossibility of becoming cotton pot becoming one with everything by introducing the sixth pramana and what is that sixth pramana it's nothing but vedanta shastra shruti pramana the words of the shruti handled by the teacher who has had a 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 teacher all the way to lord dakshinamurti narayana doesn't matter how you invoke all the way to the lord so the one who comes from an unending guru parampara and is able to give this knowledge you know the one who has imbibed this knowledge and the one who is able to share it that is the one uh, through whom this knowledge is received and imbibed as we saw in the mangala charana uh, in the discussion of the first uh, you know uh, verse of the panchadashi uh, so this sixth pramana is what gives us the impasse you know it gives this tired jaded faded jiva you know who is in an impossible situation like prometheus the greek uh, one of the greek gods and you know he had a curse what was his curse he had to roll a boulder uphill all night long roll it up roll it up roll it up roll it up and by morning he would finally get the boulder to this pointed peak of the mountain and then what it would just roll down in 5 minutes <laughs> or less and then again in the night he had to do that incessantly so the jiva is like this an uphill battle for you know life after life after life after life jivati iti jivah the one that never comes to an end and then the impasse is what the impasse is given not by one of the five pramanas because the five pramanas are entangling enticing because ahankara is you know feels like a raja of small small finite finite things enticing and entangling entangling means the more you name things the more you want to have a you know mastery by naming things and as you know the more they have a kind of a entangling effect because very soon those things become they don't remain neutral they become the object of desire or the object of despair or the object of dvesha dvesha raga despair whatever it is and so there is an emotional connection with those things and that emotional premium with those things make one entangled in the world of names and forms in the world of all the things that first you have identified and you think you are the master but very soon what have you become you have become enslaved by those very objects that you wrote down on your little note jiva notepad uh, you named it but then it has your number <laughs> this is what the whole thing is 
you become a you know slave because you want that oneness with those things this is an impossible situation and through the pancha pramanas no moksha is possible no way out of this impasse is possible therefore we need the sixth pramana in the form of the words of the shruti in the form of the words of the uh, upanishad to be able to you know bring you out to bring this jiva out of this impasse of yearning for things that it cannot become one with so to speak how how is this impasse achieved it's achieved in a unique way because i told you earlier if this impasse is real it cannot be removed if this impasse is unreal it need not be removed but it is real enough to be experienced but it is not real enough to you know to be the ultimate truth of the self that is why the shruti vakyas the various shrutis you know show what that this impasse is not ultimately your nature your nature is not of the pining disconnected self that you thought you were your nature is not just of this you know naming surveyor of the jagat you know you are not just a surveyor of the jagat you are what you are actually the source of the very jagat really how how to know this and that is the only question to ask not how to experience this because there is you are the source of all experiences you know you don't lack experience not how to manufacture this because this is already an established reality siddha vastu vishaya so there is nothing to establish there is nothing to manufacture there is nothing to experience other than yourself in fact whatever you experience you are experiencing you alone and so the subject object divide has a certain validity but it is not ultimate the subject object divide so to speak is mithya it leans on you you don't lean on it you don't depend on it it depends on you it is merely a function of the mind the mind objectifies things and in relation to those things it becomes the subject or the witness and really speaking you know all the things that you objectify even though they are called objects and you are called the object subject the subject object divide is the greatest spoof of what <laughs> of of maya maya means what bhagavan's power who is this bhagavan you are this bhagavan <laughs> ultimately but how do i come to know that i am this bhagavan by understanding how you know how the shruti presents the cosmology of the universe because that is where the source we have to go to the source of everything and so if the universe you know the universe is anadi beginningless but we say that there are various cycles of creation of projection of manifestation and so these cycles of manifestation have to be studied in order to see that really the subject object difference is the biggest proof why because what is your nature only with in relation to objects you are the subject but really speaking you know you are neither subject nor object ha you are limitless but you are so limitless that you can you know you can have a status of being the subject in relation to the objects the objects are also non separate from you the subject is non separate from you you know in this vast oceanic awareness of of you know that that is the truth of the word i that is the meaning of the word i i am i am i am in this vast oceanic awareness the subject rises like a wave i am subject i am knower pramata and then that which is known also rises like another wave simultaneously without the ocean undergoing any change and what is this wave object 
Prameya. And what is the connection between the Pramata knower wave and the Prameya known wave? There is one more wave, Pramana. I spy with my own eyes this particular object. And so there are three waves and you know, big wave, small wave, medium sized wave, Pramana wave, Prameya wave, Pramata wave. And then without a, the ocean undergoing any change, the ocean is large enough, big enough, limitless enough to project the waves and to sustain the waves and to take back the waves. And so too, dear Jiva, in your own consciousness, in your own awareness of the I, you know, the I rises as the knower and the same I, you know, rises as known. And the same I is the means of knowledge that connects the two. And who are you? Who is this I? Neither knower, nor known, nor the means of knowledge. And to understand this, you know, Swami Vidyaranya is going to present, you know, Vakyas from various Shrutis, starting with verse number 2, and to show just this, what, what I have, you know, talked about at length up till now, to show this from various angles, and to show, to hit this home, that this world, you know, to, uh, to hit home several facts, you know, in addition to what we have discussed, you know, uh, and what have we discussed is that, you know, the nature of this jiva is going to be unfolded as non-separate from Ishvara, as non-separate from the creator of the universe, point number one. And point number two, the Shakti that is involved in this creation as non-separate from Ishvara, the goddess component, the feminine component, non-separate from that which is, you know, which is the creatrix of the universe, non-separate from Ishvara is going to be, to be pointed out. And one more thing is going to, some more things are going to be pointed out that that this universe is not a random manifestation of just molecules suddenly coming together, fission, and then suddenly driving apart, you know, sorry, fusion, and then suddenly driven apart, uh, you know, uh, fission. This is, and that, this random, the, if there is a randomness in the universe, that is just one's own ignorance. <laughs> That randomness also has an order and that order is going to be pointed out. And then finally what is going to be pointed out is that without the sixth pramana, shabda pramana, then you know there is no knowing at all, no knowing, no possibility of knowing yourself as Ishvara. And in order to understand that this jagat is not random, you have to bring in Ishvara. How do I bring in Ishvara? Where is, where is he, she to bring in? <laughs> you don't bring in, you discover with the help of the Shruti Vakya. So verses, uh, you know, 2 to 7 basically are examining various Shrutis to show that they have no contradiction. No internal contradiction. In fact, all of them from various angles are revealing the same thing. And what are they revealing? That this is not an Anishvara universe. Anishvara means a, a universe that is bereft of its source. And if the universe has a source, it has to be an intelligent, conscious being. And if the universe has a source, then that intelligence, intelligent, conscious being has to be limitless because the universe is limitless. And if the universe has a source and it has an intelligent conscious being, that intelligent conscious being cannot be excluding you, cannot be outside of you, and also cannot be, you know, created. Because if the creator of the universe is created, then we have to look for the creator of the creator of the universe. And then we'll be here all day long, all night long, because we have to say, then the creator of the creator of the creator of the creator of the universe will go into an infinite regress. And therefore what? So therefore, we, the buck has to stop somewhere, and it stops with Ishvara. Ishvara is not, you know, is, is outside of your five pramanas. 
ಕನ್ನಾಟ್ ಲಾಜಿಕಲಿ ಇನ್ಫರ್ ಈಶ್ವರ ಆಲ್ ದೋ ದ ನಯ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟ್ರೈ ಪುವರ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಐ ಲುಕ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ನಯ್ಯಾಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಅನ್ ಓಪನಿಂಗ್ ಆಕ್ಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ಟು ಟು ಸಮ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಯು ನೋ ಟು ಸಮ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ಸೀರಿಯಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಶನ್ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅನ್ ಓಪನಿಂಗ್ ಆಕ್ಟ್ some clowns come in and they biff each other and then they they have a flower here in the lapel and the flower squirts some water and they try to climb on top of each other and make a human pyramid and they collapse in a heap and they biff each other and they laugh at themselves and they go in circles and then you know and then they go away and take a bow that's what the nayayikas are like that they are a clown act to vedanta <laughs> that's all it is they are just warming the audiences up by lightening them up that's all it is that's all it is because they're just falling in a heap over themselves ishvara is not available for objectification so how are you going to infer how are you going to infer ishvara because you are the inferer the inferer is ishvara so there is kartra karma virodha there is a subject object uh, what is that uh, uh, difference contradiction so how can you do this you cannot and so it's just a matter for laughing and we can all be thankful to them because at least you know they tried they failed and then you know they gave us a good laugh and now they are going away clearing the field for you know some serious engagement and so ishvara is not a product of the pancha pramanas ishvara cannot be a product because the one you know first of all uncreated second of all it is the nature of the one that is operating the pramanas oh i see finally i got it okay okay so how do i know the nature of the one operating the pramanas by one more pramana ayyo these if these pramanas are dushita dushita means corrupted if these pramanas are you know which establish the difference between the namer and the named all five of them you showed them to be corrupted dushta pramanaha they are dushitaha they are faulty they are fallacious and if these pramanas are corrupted and fallacious why will the sixth pramana be uncorrupted <laughs> hello wake up because they are not going to be operated by your grubby boss o ahankara ah ahankara is not going to operate them that's why it is uncorrupted the first reason the shabda pramana the sixth pramana shruti pramana the, the way of knowing with the help of the words of the shruti vakyas and sentences and words of the shruti is uncorrupted primarily because it is out of your grubby hands yes <laughs> we have to take it out of the hands because as long as it's in your hands it is going to be parsed between knower known that difference is always going to be there why can't you see this why can't you see this and appreciate this no but how come in in the hands of the guru it is not it is uh, you know it is it is not uh, corrupted because the guru is not operating the pramada <laughs> the guru is operating the pramada so to speak how you know in keeping with the how the shruti uh, unfolds itself the guru is separate non separate from the words of the shruti and is handling the pramana as it were you know make updating it like an app on your phone that has to be updated constantly you know keeping with the needs of the technology and so too the guru is an apta not an app an apta an apta means adept adept at what you know making the pramana relevant to you right now making the shastra relevant to you to be able to tell you whether you exist in bc or ad or wherever whether you exist in some future place some uh, you know exoplanet which has life doesn't matter it is still relevant to you if you have a human like mind with free will enough to have complexes centered on the self and that that job of the teacher to make it relevant to you is not new 
and how does the teacher know their job the teacher knows his or her job because her teacher did that for her his teacher did that for him her teacher did that for her for you know centuries that is what the whole thing is so the pramana is just unfolded in keeping with the rules of the pramana really so the pramana is just presented that's all it is on a platter and that platter is called hand, handling or operating the pramana that's all it is you know that is what the whole thing is the shruti vakyas are presented in the platter and says here is an appetizer here is a main course and the mahavakya is the dessert this is what it is enjoy and how to say what words to use etc is the prerogative of the guru in as though operating the pramana that's what it is because an unoperated pramana is not going to yield anything because unoperated pramana is the shruti in the form of the book the book needs a microphone the book needs to be presented for it to make a difference you know that's that's basically what the whole thing is and that is why you know it is effective that is why ishvara is not an object because ishvara is presented in the pramana of the shruti how as non separate from you as the you know as that uncreated one that is the maker of the universe and then this is not this has you know but how do i believe well you know you don't have an option you have exhausted all the options when you come to vedanta you are an exhausted jaded faded jeeva yes and then you know all the options for happiness all the options for oneness are exhausted because the five pramanas have yielded you know sawdust at best nothing nothing they have yielded one is still pining yearning for that oneness and it has not come and therefore the shruti vakyas are you know the only way and that is why <laughs> i have to have shraddha i have to have devotion and when we discuss the mangala charana the lotus feet of the teacher bloom in response to being watered by the shraddha and devotion i have to have shraddha towards the teacher i have to have shraddha towards the shruti then only you know they will they will speak then only it will speak to me guru may be talking but that the words speak to you only when that yearning is directed towards the shruti you know the yearning is taken away from the objects because the objects have failed to satisfy the need for the oneness and that yearning is directed towards the shruti and then you know then what what are we presented with we are presented with the reason you know uh, uh, the reason uh, of you know uh, why this universe how this universe has come into the existence and shvetashvatara shruti is first uh, taken up shvetashvatara is not an ordinary upanishad it is a very beautiful upanishad and even though it does not have shankara bhashya adi shankara refers to it quotes it you know left right and center an important upanishad primarily because it is one of the two upanishad that you know upanishads that names maya by name the other upanishad is brihadaranyaka upanishad in the in the madhukanda in the uh, in chapter 2 i think where this the word maya is named you know there you know we have indro maya bhihi pururupam iyate indra here is not the king of heaven indra is ishvara with the help of maya in various forms many mayas you know sattva rajas tamas like that or ichha shakti gyan shakti kriya shakti with all with this creative power pururupam iyate becomes as though many because this is where we are stymied and we we are stumped if everything is one why does it appear like many 
and so Ishwara's Shakti is presented here with the help of the Shvetashvatara, famous Shvetashvatara Vakya, Mayantu Prakritim Vidyat, Mayinancha, Mayinantu Maheshwaram. The first line is shamelessly, brazenly copied from the Shruti because what else is Panchadashi other than the reiteration of the Shruti, you know? What else can you quote other than the Shruti? So the first one is, is a quote from the Shruti and he doesn't alter it and then he gives credit to it uh, and he says iti ahuhu iti comes quote so he he keeps on quoting because he, he can't do anything better that's all it is sometimes you just take and it is from the Shruti it is not called plagiarism you know it is just reiteration because how else can you can't put it any better so here it's a direct quote Mayantu prakritim vidyat mayinancha maheshwaram samayi srijati this is not a quote this is a summarization of the quote so first we in the first sentence uh, you know I'll explain everything but just see where is the quote and where is the summary the first line is a quote direct quote samayi srijati you know is iti is a summarization of the the shvetashvatara you know what is to come in the shvetashvatara vakya iti ahuhu thus speak or thus say you know who who say shvetashvatara shakhinaha shakhin means shakha means branch shakhin means the people sitting on the branch and what are they sitting on the branch of the people who belong to the Shvetashvatara branch here the Shvetashvatara recension of this Veda the people who subscribe to the Shvetashvatara Upanishad in other words you know uh, Krishna Yajurvedis Yajurveda people you know who who are there Yajurveda Shakha or you know who, who subscribe to the Yajurveda branch of the Upanishad, what do they say? That is what we have to see. What do they say? They say Maya is Prakriti. Prakriti means the manifest universe. So the Shakti of Ishvara is what brings forth this manifest universe. Please know Maya to be Prakriti, Prakarshena Kritihi, this projected universe is called Maya. She is with Ishvara. Nay, she is Ishvara. And she is Ishvara. How is she Ishvara? Because she is the manifest universe. Non-separate from Ishvara. Because Ishvara abides in everything that is created. And this is going to be talked about later in one of the other verses as well. Using the Taitariya Shruti. And so, Samayi, you know, the, uh, uh, yeah, Mayantu Prakritim Vidyat. And then, so, how did this Prakriti, how this Kriti, how this creation came about? Is it a random manifestation of objects? Suddenly banana came, and suddenly one tree came, and suddenly the, the leaves came, and suddenly one mountain sprung up some, somewhere. No. There is an intelligence behind it. And what is what shall we call that in the intelligence? Mayin. Mayin means what? You know, I sometimes joke, Vedantin means the one who is in Vedanta. <laughs> Here Mayin doesn't mean the one who is succumbed to Maya. Mayin means the knower of Maya, the wielder of Maya, the one who is able to direct this Maya and not come under the shadow side of Maya which we will discuss tomorrow nor not come under the spell of Maya you know Mayinam Tu Maheshwara Maheshwara Mahancha Asau Ishwarascha Maheshwara this Ishwara is what the one who is one with Maya but you know like a magician it does not come under the spell of this Maya. Unlike who? The Jiva who comes under the spell of Maya. This Mayi, this Mayin alone creates Samayi Srijati. Srijati creates Iti Ahuhu. Thus say what? The sages 
who belong the ones who know the shvetashvatara upanishad the ones who with the so the yajurveda sages rishis have said this is what they have said the ones who have channeled this upanishad they have said that that the uh, you know this this Ishvara who creates with the help of Maya Shakti, this is how the universe has come to being, you know, not randomly. And this conscious being, this intelligence, you know, is what we will look into further tomorrow. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadagya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om